On today's news episode, we discuss what happened with Disney Skyliner last Saturday, Wi-Fi being available on Disney buses, and an even better deal for a Disney Plus subscription has been released. All of these stories and more on episode 235 of the Capture the Magic podcast. everybody and welcome to the show today. My name is Jamie Lee and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Mr. Jared. Yarr. Um, we're not doing pirates. No. Nope. Oh. oh. Nope. I thought, okay. That 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 joke was great, but now it has passed. <laughs> I feel like it's caught on with people, but uh, okay. I'm I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I am well, thank you. Well, uh, it's almost Halloween. Well, I mean, it's it's in the month. Yeah, you know, I guess. It's closer than it was yesterday, I guess. There's so much going on in October. Like, so many little festival harvest fest things going on that I feel like, yeah, you're right. It's like one big Halloween <laughs> or one big well, fall thing. See, and I'm talking about Halloween. Like, I like fall, and I feel like... I love fall. Anymore, anymore, I feel like September is not really fall because it's always hot. So I feel like October mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. really the kickoff for fall. Now, I don't like. I enjoy Halloween, like the kid version. Like when I was a kid, like Halloween was awesome. Like we would just go get candy and you know did some mischief, you know toilet paper some people, whatever. I'm not gonna. Wow. I'm not gonna criminal. You know, uh, you know, get myself in trouble years later. But I never got caught. <laughs> Uh, but it's like, I don't like the part of Halloween because Jamie likes to watch, was it American Scary Horror Story? Movie. American Horror Story, yep. It's just the most like, gory, horrific stuff. I'm okay. wa- I walk into rooms, it's, I'm like, why are you watching it's, this? <laughs> but, it's not the gore that I like, it's the, the stories. Anyway, we've, my we've point, had many discussions My point this. being, I like the fun, festive, like that part of Halloween but I don't like the other side of it, which is like haunted houses, like the real like I don't know horror movie type stuff. I've never enjoyed that, so I'm kind of torn on it. I like it, but I don't. I'm like I feel like if you're like, oh, I really like Halloween. If you like went to a group, it was like, hey, come to our we love Halloween group. You're like, okay, cool, and you show up, and it's just a bunch of people love horror movies. You're like, oh crap, this is my this is my group. That's where I'm at when it comes to like October and Halloween. Great. Do you remember, by the way, I remember we were dating. We went and saw Paranormal Activity. We did? We did. Oh my gosh, that was a long time ago. And I I basically, <laughs> I was okay. I was like, nope, because I don't, especially when it comes to demons and stuff. I'm like, nope, I'm good. I, I don't remember this. My roommate went with us, and he was freaked out for two weeks. He slept with lights on for two weeks. Yeah, I remember it was pretty scary. Yeah. It was good though. I just don't like those things. I like just, to have fun. I don't like to be like scared. Just for reference, my favorite seasons of American Horror Story, if there's any fans out there, season one, Murder House, season two, Asylum, and season, I think it's five, Hotel. I don't like any other ones. Nothing says those fun like three. the names of those shows. <laughs> anyway. What'd you watch? I Murder like, House. I can <laughs> I, 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 I can like what I like. I'm I, not saying I, you can't. I'm just... I genuinely, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying this to be 
whatever or mean or talk down. I legitimately don't understand what people like about those. Like when it comes to those types of movies, I don't understand it. Like Jason, like those type mm. of movies, I legitimately don't understand it. Okay. Again, it's it's not the the murders and the the stabbing it seems and like all it that might stuff be. that I like. It's not. <laughs> it is not. It is the the characters and the the relationships. I mean, like that's what it is. I like it. Uh, that's fine. And Lady Gaga. <laughs> she's in season five. Oh, I can't and wait. More, but... I'm going to catch all of them up. Oh, God. Watch them you're all. S- you're so. Ugh. Sorry. Didn't mean to get on this tangent. I just brought that up because I remembered it. Because I walked in, I literally walked in the room, I think it was today, and I'm like, what are you watching? And it was like somebody just being brutally murdered. And I'm like, I mean, I know the kids were down for a nap at the time, but I was like, <laughs> let's just calm down in here, Jamie. And I got a moment. Um, just getting the Halloween spirit, right? But that's my thing. Like, I really love fall, but yeah, when it comes to those those two things, like I really would, like I like Disney Halloween, like Disney fall. Jared likes kid Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Well, and the other thing too, like I don't do Halloween Horror Nights types of stuff because I tend to. Okay, I don't either. Though. I tend to punch. Like I, yeah. I don't even put myself in the situation because I've had that happen, and I don't really feel like getting kicked out of theme parks and haunted houses and such. Okay. But we did figure out our Halloween costumes that we're going to go as. We did. As, we a, did. as a family. The first family. time we've actually done it as and I a say, family. I say we. It was just you. Me deciding what we're going to be. Pretty much. <laughs> I still held out. I wanted to, wanted to be Thor, but it didn't It didn't happen. One day you'll get to be Thor. Thank you? One day. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it a surprise. I'm sure whenever it happens, we'll post it in the uh, Facebook group, C-Team Community, because it, it is Disney related. Yes, it is. Very much so. Shocking. And relevant for this year. It's true. Yes. Well, that's all. That's all I'm gotcha. saying. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but anyway, so we've got a bunch of news stories we're going to talk about today. But first, we want to remind you about some other shows on the network. We have Diz Dudes. That's every Wednesday with Jeremy and Jared. They do a live stream in Club 32 on Mondays. And that's the opportunity for Club 32 members to be able to interact with the the, the boys, the guys, and uh, be part of the show. And if you want to be a part of Club 32 and on the show as well, you can uh, join ctmvip.com to be in the group. And again, that is Wednesdays. It actually comes out on the podcast on the on the uh, feed. And then there's Tuesdays and Thursdays. There is Main Street Magic with Jeremy and Rhonda. And there is uh, Trip Tales. That's every, uh, well, it's once a month but we're going to move it to twice a month and that's starting this month i've got i've got two lined up for um i think one she's actually in disney right now so we'll have to uh record that real quick but they'll both come out toward the end of the month so i i am gonna have two but they will be toward the end of the month okay there you go and then uh, that's coming back so and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review Yes, and you can check out all the news stories we are going to read today at ctmnetwork.news. Thank you, Jared. I need to remember to say that. That's why why I said it. (laughs) Yes. And before we start the news, I want to do the the new feature, I guess, we're going to do, which which I I do a poll on Capture the Magic Community on our Facebook group, and I ask a question, and I just kind of share the results on Hold on a second. You ask a question, and people answer it? They do. This that is, is a kind of what a poll is. This is groundbreaking information. Yes. And I'm so, taking notes. <laughs> so this week I asked the question, when you vacation to Walt Disney World, where do you usually stay? 
and I wanted people to elaborate in the comments. And so here's just kind of the breakdown. There were 81% said they always stay on property. 15% said some stay, uh, stay, uh, stay on property some, stay off property some. And the rest, which is very, very small, said either always off property or they're local. So a very strong, high percentage st- always stays on property. Were you surprised, Jared? Because I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, especially our group. Especially our group. No. I mean, well, and staying on property is the thing I've talked about before. That's the part. Like, I'd been to Disney before, obviously, and I was always just kind of like, you know, I was younger or whatever. I was just like a ho-hum about Disney. But staying on property, it is different. Yeah, and one of the people, uh, a lot of people, what they said was they want to stay in the Disney bubble. They like the Disney bubble. Right. Uh, quite a few said they were DVC members, so obviously they're going to stay on property. And a lot of a lot of people pointed out that even though you, like the base rate for per night that stays like on off-property hotels can be lower, it actually with fees and, and, and taxes and all that stuff added in actually ends up being more than like so the values on property that and you're just your time too exactly. i mean staying on property exactly. is just harder to get in i mean yep. we've done both and we still we've done both. i mean i think when it obviously when it comes down to it like we would much rather do on property i mean we do yeah. on property much more than we do off so and a lot of the well not a lot just a few of the international listeners mentioned that when they come they come for you know two three weeks and sometimes when they come with a big group it's hard to find places at disney that can accommodate them Right. So they have to stay on property at like a house or a yeah or a, even like a timeshare, something like that. Well, when you're, I think um, when you're staying for like two weeks and such like that, like a, I don't know, it can get really cramped really quickly mm-hmm. for that long. So mm-hmm. I think a, getting a house or something bigger for a longer period stay, I think makes yeah. a lot of sense. But but a why like a just everybody almost said got to be in that Disney bubble. I don't want to leave the Disney bubble. Got to stay in the Disney. Bubble. So I totally get it, and I I agree. <laughs> I like staying on property, but we do both. So, yes. So, anyway, so that was the results of the poll this week. Let's move on to the main main event <laughs> for this week. The main event? The news. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, the first one we're going to talk about is what happened with the Skyliner this weekend. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I'm sure if you follow Disney News at all, you probably heard what happened. Or if you don't follow Disney News, I'm sure you would heard what happened because this is kind of kind of a big deal. Yeah. So Saturday night, um, basically, people were stranded. Uh, well, the Skyliners broke down. Uh, yeah. People were stranded for more than three hours. Some people for more than three hours. Uh, the entire system continued to be down. Uh, it is still down, actually. Mm-hmm. And Disney is working with the manufacturer, the it's Doppelmayer, I believe how you say that, Garaventa Group, to investigate what is, uh, or excuse me, what is referring to as an unexpected downtime. Uh, Disney's official statement on the incident said, we have a team diligently looking into the cause of the malfunction on the Epcot line of the Disney Skyliner. We've been in contact with the guests, many of whom were on the Skyliner for more than three hours until we were able to restart the system. We express our sincere apologies for the inconvenience and continue to work with each guest individually. Uh, and this was as of uh, earlier this week, and they're still the same now. There's no estimated reopening time or date, uh, according to cast members. 
but uh, we will continue to keep you updated on any further news we find out. But there hasn't been any further news on it. Nope. And it's Thursday, and this happened Saturday, and it's still closed. So. I imagine it'll be closed for a while. And what Disney hasn't came out and said, obviously, they're doing, I'm sure, anything they can to not have them be the, the reason for this. But apparently what had happened was at the station, and there's pictures of this, some of the gondolas collided with each other. Um, I've heard anything from a power outage happened that caused this to a sensor malfunctioned. Again, in a, in a, in a blue blue gondola. Right. So we don't know. That's what caused it. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say like I, I, I was very when they first announced this, I very much was like, OK, like it seems OK when it runs perfectly fine. OK, but what happens when this does break down? Because it will break down. Right. I did not right. anticipate it breaking down within the first week of it being open. But that yeah. answer to that question got answered very quickly. And the answer to that is it's messy. And that's not, I mean, the thing is, there's just, there's no fast way to get people off there. That's true. And that was something that when I first looked at the system, you're just like, yeah, if this thing's stuck, it's going to take a, I mean, some people are going to be stranded for a long time. Uh, and there was, you know, there's obviously Saturday night was interesting because I started getting, you know, I got wind of this and then I was just checking Twitter and, and, and some people that were at the parks were DMing me and saying, Hey, this is what's going on. It's what mm-hmm. I'm seeing. So it was just a very like that whole night I was like, Oh geez. Um, yeah. I mean, there were people, you know, that with small kids, with people with handicaps and, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. And I know it's, you know, sometimes things like that happen. But this entire system is kind of something that I've always had this question about. Of The best case scenario is it runs fine. You get to where you want to go pretty quickly. Worst case scenario is it breaks down and you might be stranded for three, four hours. Well, what's interesting, and, and I think we talked about this earlier, not today, but earlier in the week. Disney had a gondola system 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yes. The Skyway. And and it ran through Magic Kingdom. And the, one of the stations was where the Tangled Bathrooms are now. Um, and they closed it for a reason. <laughs> and the reasons they closed um, it was it was nearly impossible to evacuate when it did break down. And it couldn't run during storms. And yeah. There's a lot of factors. And yeah. so I was surprised whenever they announced that they were, you know, Obviously, it's it's years later and the systems are, are more advanced and everything. But like you said, it takes it takes a really long time to evacuate everybody. And like the logistics behind evacuation is also troublesome. There were only eight gondolas that they had to evacuate. And it took them three hours to get to the last one. For the fire department? Yeah. It was only eight they had there to evacuate? It was only eight. Jeez. Because the that. whole thing is they have to go over to the gondola, yeah. get everyone down. Well, like it's just it's a process. And and you and I were talking about this. I you know I could not imagine being in there with with you know our daughter and our, our son now in that happening. Oh my gosh. that high. I mean, I'm not a fan of heights, but plus you had little kids in the mix. It's, it's just not moving, so there's no yeah. airflow. I mean, and Disney is lucky that this happened at night mm-hmm. and not when it was really really hot. Mm-hmm. because i mean in three hours and here's the thing that i've said all along in three hours i mean if it's hot outside and you're basically in a sweat box i mean you can get heat stroke quickly it's like being in the car yeah i mean and here. you're talking about people coming from theme parks where they're probably a lot of them are already dehydrated they've been walking around all day like whatever the case mm-hmm. may be so 
I've had questions about the system from day one. Um, it's something that I was iffy about writing it to begin with. And again, it's just that thing of when it runs perfectly fine, it's great. It's got airflow. It's got cool views. Like, that's fine. No, no worries. It's just, it's sort of a pro and con thing. I was like, okay, the plus side is this. What's the downside to this? And the downside is pretty drastic. Um, in, and on you and I talked about, it, like, we would write it potentially just you and I. Yes, I will still write it. But yes. there's no way we're taking our kids on it. Right. For that potential of, like, if it does break down, I don't want to be in that. It just comes down to not putting yourself in that situ- that potential situation. Right. So, for me, it's just one of those things, like, all the the things I'd hear about in my day-to-day life. Like, oh, I'm not going to put myself in that situation because that potentially could be bad. Uh, I wouldn't do it then with, with our kids especially, but... Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, you know, and I know Disney, they were handing out $100 gift cards plus park hopper tickets for people in exchange for NDAs. I mean, that was essentially the (laughs) please don't sue us crew down there. Yeah. Um, And and that's the thing, too, about this is this whole system is just going to open Disney up to liability of being sued. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, probably I'm I'm assuming out of this incident on Saturday night, there's going to be some lawsuits. I'd be shocked if there weren't any. Possibly, yeah. Because when they said in their statement, by the way, that they're continuing to work with each guest individually, that to me means they are working with people to ensure that they are not going to sue them. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. could be wrong, but um, I, I even had a cast member reach out on uh, on Twitter and DM and basically said this entire scenario had been brought up to Disney and there were people involved in the decision making that had expressed there was a reason that the Skyliner system that was in the Magic Kingdom... Skyway. Excuse me, Skyway system in the Magic Kingdom, that they got rid of it was because of the same things here. Was the Mm -hmm. evacuation was messy. uh, It couldn't run in high winds. And, you know, they went ahead with this. So there has been internal... I mean, this has been raised internally. So this can't come as a shock, I would think, to Disney that this is... I mean, if if everything this thing breaks down, this is what they're looking at. Ah, man. It's kind of, I would not want to be in Disney PR, I'll put it that way. No, <laughs> not at all. All right, well, let's move on to the next story. Um, Wi-Fi is now available on Disney buses. Yeah, and we had talked about this. Uh, it was coming. It was a, well, it's a rumor. Well, because the new buses were enabled, or they, they were basically had the ability to do this. You know, my dad being a bus driver, he had told me that the new buses that Disney had had this capability, but they just hadn't turned it on yet. So it seems like now they have turned it on. So uh, it says, guests to Walt Disney World uh, that are low on data can rejoice as Wi-Fi has been enabled on Walt Disney World buses. Uh, this confirms a rumor that we reported about earlier this year, and the new buses would have free Wi-Fi. Uh, the free Wi-Fi network is listed as Disney Transport Guest, and it is separate from the other networks at Walt Disney World. So your phone will not automatically connect. If you want to check out uh, which buses are Wi-Fi enabled, look for the Wi-Fi system, or excuse me, the Wi-Fi symbol near the front of the bus. And it has a little Mickey ears with the kind of Wi-Fi <laughs> signals. I think it's cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, now you can have Wi-Fi on the buses. So, there you go. And on those yeah. new buses that have that, they also have like USB chargers. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's getting fancy. Yeah. So. That, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. Cause I mean, sometimes you're stuck on the bus for a while. It'd be nice to use a little Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Wi-Fi's. Or although with, sometimes or Wi-Fi. What do you call it? Wi-Fi? Well, I don't call it Wi-Fi, but it's called Wi. Yeah, it's called. It's been known as Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, 
and two, I, I find a many times, I'll be curious how well it works. A lot of times at Disney, I just don't even use the Wi-Fi because it's just... Oh, it is. You got to think there's so many people in the parks using it. It, it just doesn't work that well sometimes. So I'll be interested to see how well it works on the buses. So we'll see. Yeah. Very good. All right. Um, next story. We're talking about Disney Plus. New pricing for a three-year subscription. Yeah. So you might have remembered if you're a D23 member, they offered... I believe it was this same pricing structure. Was it? Or I don't, very I don't close I it. Um, before, and they, they that deal went away. But, um, but yeah, Disney Plus is offering a lowest price yet for three-year subscription. So I believe it was for D23 mm-hmm. at the same price. Uh, an attempt to sweeten the deal for Disney Plus prior to its November 12th release, a new offer has surfaced allowing people to sign up for a three-year subscription for $169.99. Uh, the lowest price seen so far for the general public who didn't sign up at the D23 Expo. I know the Expo had a very much even even lower deal, but mm-hmm. I have to look again. I believe this 169.99 was the same price okay. as D23 members. It might have been in the 150 range, but either way, it's a, it's a low price. Uh, this offer gives you $40 off the standard price of $209, making the service essentially cost less than $5 per month when you pay for the three years up front. Uh, as we know, Disney Plus will feature classic movies and animated cartoons from Disney, Pixar, National Geographic, along with original content from Marvel and Star Wars franchises. Uh, this offer will only be available for a limited time, however. There's no indication of how limited it will be, so I would jump on it quickly. Because they, I went to do the D23 offer before, and they, the day I went to do it is when they ended it. Uh-huh. Uh, to sign up and for more details, visit founders.disneyplus.com. And the promo code to get this is Pass three years uh that's the number three and then spelled out three so don't spell out three just <laughs> parks pass three years and you can see this uh on the if you go to ctm network.news as well uh something to keep in mind here too so we had signed up so i found this out and my brother and i both found this out so i had already signed us up for the monthly plan or the yearly plan or whatever it was before so i had already had a had a account so when this came out i couldn't find on my current account that was you know that I had there was no way to like cancel alter a plan so I just created a new account with a different email and signed up under this three-year deal and then contacted Disney and I told you know I, I couldn't find a way to there's a you know, if you go to the website and the support there's an email you can you can uh, email address you can use and I basically said hey there's nowhere on the site I was you know I'd signed up for the new three-year deal I couldn't find a way to like cancel the old one and they went ahead and did it for me. They just said, we'll take care of it. So if you email them, if you already signed up and you want to get this deal, just do it underneath a different account or a different email. And if you email Disney, they'll they'll take care of the old one. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Let me, okay. Let me try and answer. Okay. So obviously this is less than, uh, less than $5 per month, three years up front. Okay. Disney could charge more. They will eventually, probably. Okay, but like even even if they get charged like even if they charge like ten dollars or fifteen dollars, I feel like enough people would want would pay it. So what's their strategy here? Are they trying just to, to show how many people they can get to subscribe versus how much money they take in, or is there another strategy here? Because it's kind of confusing to me. Are they trying to sh- to like one up Netflix? <laughs> I think what they're really going for is a huge like new subscriber base number that's going to wow they'll be like whoa that many people have signed up for disney plus because don't you have the more subscribers you have the more bandwidth you need 
Well, that's not even right. something they're concerned about, I'm sure. I think to just for probably shareholders and just for image that they want to be able to come out and say, hey, we had, I don't even know the number they, they're shooting for. Like yeah. 20 million people sign up for this or whatever the number is. Uh, I, I think that's what they're going for. And they do have room. I mean, Netflix is already, what, what are we paying, $13 a month right now? I have no idea. And I think it's going up to like 15 here pretty soon. And Netflix originally started out at seven ninety nine, somewhere so, around yeah, there. Yeah, and they've yeah. continually gone up because they've had to invest so much more money in their content. Right. So Disney has a lot of room to work with where they can still be cheaper with Netflix and you know potentially still offer more. So I have no doubt that they will end up you know, it will end up being probably closer to $10 per month eventually. Just things get more expensive as time goes on. But I don't know what that time frame is. But yeah, I think they're offering this now because they're trying to get a giant number to be that like initial, like, here's our sign up base of people that are in already. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like social proofing. It's a term used in like internet marketing of a lot of people. Like if you have a new product, you're you're not established. Social proof is like, oh, Jamie signed up. And Jared mm-hmm. signed up. Oh, okay, I'll sign up. Like, it's just, it's like reassuring people, like, it's okay to buy. It's okay to sign up. Other people have done it. Sort right. of, sort of thing like that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right, well, get that if you haven't already signed up. Or if you have already signed up, sign up again and then cancel the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and you might be able to, con- I don't know. And if you hit up support and tell them what you want to do, they might enable and they might do it for you. I just didn't do it that way. So again, either way, I think Disney will take care of you on the support side. Very good. Okay. Moving on. The next two stories kind of go together. It's uh, talking about discounts at uh, Walt Disney World Resort for 2020. And the first one is Florida resident discounts. Yes, so Florida residents uh, get up to 30% off at Disney World hotel rooms in 2020. Uh, There's a new room-only offer for Disney that can save Florida residents up to 30% on select rooms at Disney World Resort hotels for most stays during January 1st through April 25th of 2020. Okay, and then what's the other one? The other one has to do with, I think it's just regular rates, 25% off, just regular? Yeah, it's 25% off. Mm -hmm. Um, at select Disney World resorts in early 2020. Uh, so if you're thinking about going to Disney World in early 2020, but are on the fence, Disney just came out with a new offer that could entice you even more. Guests can save up to 25% on stays at select Disney World resorts for stays most nights from January 1st to April 25th, 2020. Uh, you have to book by January 1st of 2020 to take advantage of this offer. For guests that take advantage of this offer, you will also receive a $30 Disney gift card for each person that is three years old and up on the reservation when you upgrade to a package by adding six days or longer theme park tickets. Interesting. So they're rolling out some discounts. Yeah, apparently. Um, and it the same the same rules apply with all these discounts as there's there's some rooms that are not um, included in the in the package. So like with the room only discount for Florida residents doesn't include um let's see doesn't include the grand villas at all cabins at copper creek cabins at wilderness lodge bungalows at polynesian um yeah so i mean like everything else is pretty much included but there's always a few that they don't (laughs) they don't allow so just fyi yeah but uh yeah i'm glad they're coming out with um with discounts already already it's October. I keep thinking, keep thinking it's like. Well, if really you remember the theory, the, you know it was theorized that with Galaxy's Edge opening up, that Disney wouldn't have to run any sort of discounts or anything like oh, that. They, they scared. It, they scared now. You think they're scared? 
Um, yeah, I think they're. Well, I don't want to go into it too much. But I wonder how much. Just... I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say they're in panic mode, but I do wonder how concerned they are. Like a long term. Um, yeah, I'm very curious as to like exactly how they're feeling internally. But I don't think. I mean, they always offer discounts so they do, but this it, isn't this doesn't mean right. that this has to do with but Galaxy's again edge. it's it's the image that everything like galaxy's edge was going to solve they were going to have to offer discounts they weren't going to have to do anything because people are just going to be knocking down the door to come in i think if they had been more successful with this the disney world opening if they had more people that they would have not come out with such such good discounts for or any discounts for fall for sure for sure and you know and and i think maybe some humorous because they didn't i think at one point bob Iger said that they didn't even really need to advertise it because it was just going to be so successful so you know there obviously i again i think long term will be fine i'm just curious internally what the i guess the temperature of the room is like you go into a meeting, are they worried? Are they okay? Do they have a good idea, plan right. for the future, whatever it is? So, well, obviously we're not going to know that until somebody writes a book or leaks something. But you know, just curious. Exactly. Okay, um, we are moving on to the next story. This one's interesting and kind of weird. This one just came out like this evening. Yeah. So apparently, on a couple of attractions, there are some parts missing. On Peter Pan and Space Mountain, to yeah. be specific. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Walt Disney World has reported that $20,000 worth of pieces to a pair of Magic Kingdom attractions is missing from storage, according to law enforcement report. Uh, last week, a Disney employee noticed a set of sails used in the high-flying Peter Pan's flight was gone in a storage shed behind Epcot's test track ride. Uh, he'd been doing inventory counts when he realized something was wrong. Upon further look the, that afternoon, the employee later realized a shell and three seats from the Space Mountain roller coaster had also disappeared. Disney declined to provide more information on what the shell was uh, used for in the ride. The materials attendant contacted the planning manager who notified the Orange County Sheriff's Office on October 2nd, the following day. Uh, none of the items taken have unique markings or serial items, the sheriff's report said. It was a mystery how the grand theft and burglary occurred. The items were in padlocked storage. Fencing surrounded the shed, according to the report. The Disney spokesperson uh, declined to comment, calling it a law enforcement issue. The black market for rare Disney World items is a lucrative one. Uh, Earlier this year, authorities investigated... uh, Oh, yeah, that Yeah, an ex-Disney employee and his cousin, who are accused of breaking into the Haunted Mansion and stealing items from the attraction. So, yeah. This is not the first time it's happened. Seems like Disney needs to put some cameras back there because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Had some issues on that. Yeah. So, it's odd. Well, I don't know if they're valuing $20,000 of what Disney's cost is or what the, it doesn't say in the article of what that potentially, like, the black market value of it could be. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. That does seem yeah. like a lot of money. Well, it obviously has to be an employee. I, I would think I mean, so. I don't I know. I mean, get I would, back there. Unless you got like a Ocean's Eleven scenario going on. <laughs> For a sale. Hey. And some seats. Maybe you got a Danny Ocean type guy out there. Oh. That'd be a good. That'd be a movie I'd, I would I want to see. A Disney version I of just, Ocean's Eleven where they steal from Disney. So they're never going to do it. But yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
You're crazy. Uh, yeah, that's a interesting story. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, we'll go back to. <laughs> well, we'll go back to regular news. I guess it's, it is news. But. Returning to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> All right, there are some new food kiosks and menus at Epcot. I want to discuss. Yes, there are. Uh, with all the changes coming to Epcot, there is some food news that includes new locations and new menu items, proving the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival isn't the only place to find fun new eats. Recently, the Donut Box debuted its menu of sweet and savory treats, or excuse me, sweet and savory fried treats. And Cool Wash added some new smoothies and cocktails. Uh, try the sweet corn fritters with Fresno and red pepper jelly or the strawberry dusted yeast donut holes. Then wash them down with a strawberry smoothie, black and white coffee cocktail, or Central 28 Beer Company Boston Cream Donut Ale. That is a mouthful if you mm. go to order that. Uh, and then the Cool Wash we actually talked about last week. Yes, we did. And so. I, again, I think that seems like a... Really good idea. Yeah. Uh, across to the other side of Epcot, there there's a new menu celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Little Mermaid coming to the Coral Reef Restaurant beginning October 19th. Uh, you can check out the Dingle Hopper Shrimp Cocktail, Chef Lewis uh, Seafood Boil, and King Triton's Key Lime Tart, plus a commemorative menu while supplies last. Uh, finally, across in World Showcase, the Italy Pavilion will soon be opening a new gelato and sorbet kiosk to replace the current gelato cart. Uh, the new location operated by the Patina Restaurant Group will serve 12 different flavors of gelato and sorbet, including some gluten-friendly and plant-based options. The menu will be updated seasonally and include locally sourced fruit. So, all right. Yeah. First of all, I got to correct you. It's Chef Louis, not so, Chef Louis. <laughs> I say what I say. That's fine. <laughs> um, he will forever go by Louis now. Yeah, they do. I can't believe it's 30 years since the little mermaid that's nuts you know what's funny i remember seeing the little mermaid in theaters i remember it was a double showing was it was it little mermaid it's either little mermaid or lion king maybe it was lion king i remember we, we saw angels in the outfield <laughs> and then i believe maybe it was lion king i believe that yeah it was a double show i remember this kid it was a sneak preview of one of them i can't remember but i do remember seeing i do remember seeing Mer, little mermaid in theaters and i was i was young hmm okay Let's talk about this food. So, the well, donut- fine. My my childhood <laughs> memories mean nothing. <laughs> Sorry. What I was well, going to say the- was during that movie, my father was trampled by a stampede. Oh my goodness. Am Little- I am I mixing up my movies in I real think life you're again? Mixing up, yeah. Oh. Didn't happen. Um, the <laughs> pictures of the donut box items look really yummy. Really yummy. They do. Yeah. I want to try these. Um, uh, strawberry dusted the yeast donut donut holes. Oh, I've always found donut holes is such a it's just such a strange way to say that. They're not holes; they're balls. I know, but it's like <laughs> I've always feel I've ordered them before. It's like, hey, give me give me twelve donut holes. Like oh, that sounds. I feel I feel like that just sounds bad. Like that in and of itself is nothing. Like a hole, there's nothing in a hole. Oh, you want to talk so about? So it's like, wait, how do I give about, you a hole? You want to talk about the genius and like the biggest markup there is? It's probably on those like donut holes. Yeah. Because they're not. I mean, if you think of you get like twelve of them, you're probably still paying like what six bucks, and those are just the things they cut out. They were gonna throw yes. them away. And but the hole would be space, like just just a nothingness. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's so weird. I can't wrap my brain around it. I don't know what to tell you. The whole industry now. Why they used to call it like the donut centers? Uh, why didn't they? You said. Yeah. Why do they call oh. it donut center? 
I think that's the whole thing is that it's the hole that's in the donut. I understand, right? But Jared, I think that's the marketing. But it side. doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't there when they named it. If I was in the meeting, I would have I would have spoken up. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's all at Epcot. So lots of good, yummy stuff. I do. I would like to try the gelato. I need to try more stuff around World Showcase that's not food and wine or festival based. Because I feel like there's always a festival going on. And I'm always distracted by the festival stuff. Yeah. You know? I, I'm legitimately. I think that, that cool wash stuff sounds really good too. Yeah, it does. Slushies. I'll just find. I'll just camp out on both those and then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the next story is about, well, Disney has decided that Netflix can no longer advertise on their network. Is that right? Something like that. Yes. That took you a while to get out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. Sorry. So they got Netflix and Disney and advertising. Like I knew the story. I'm like, is she going to inject something into that? I mean, um, well, in case you're curious if Disney is, you know, Deliberately head-on attacking Netflix. You have your answer now. Uh, Disney bans Netflix from advertising on its TV networks. Uh, Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Walt Disney World Company, or excuse me, not the Walt Disney World, the Walt Disney Company has banned advertising from Netflix across its entertainment TV networks. This affects channels like ABC, FX, and Freeform right before the launch of Disney+. Plus. Uh, Disney isn't the only new competitor that Netflix is going to be facing off with in the coming streaming wars. Um... Along with Disney, there is Comcast and AT&T that are looking to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on advertising to lure customers to each of their own streaming services. Wall Street Journal states that Netflix spends or excuse me, $1.8 billion in advertising in 2018 and $99.2 million on U.S. TV ads alone. Of that amount, it's estimated, uh, according to iSpot TV, that 13% went to Disney-owned networks. Uh, This move should not come as a surprise to anyone, as Disney stated earlier this year, that they would no longer accept advertisements from competing streaming services. They did, however, come to an agreement with every company, except for Netflix, who does not show ads in its uh, show content. Uh, Disney said Disney's push deeper into streaming is bringing to the fore its tensions with tech giants on multiple fronts. Uh, The company is separately at odds with Amazon Inc., uh, for the financial terms for its apps and Amazon Fire TV streaming media player. One reason that Disney's forthcoming streaming service, Disney Plus, has no Fire TV deal in place, the Wall Street Journal reported on Thursday. Mm. Uh, the streaming wars are definitely about to heat up and get interesting. If you remember in September, Disney's chief executive officer, Bob Iger, resigned from the board of directors for Apple on the same day that Apple announced they were launching their own streaming service, which would directly compete with Disney Plus and Netflix. Uh, this move is aggressive one toward Netflix, as usually Netflix allows each other to advertise on competing platforms. So we will see how other companies respond going forward. So not surprised. Why, I'm not. Why would they let them? I'm not surprised. No, I mean it is their biggest streaming competitor. Yeah. They want to. They want to. Well, and they want to take Netflix, take them on the ground, and squish them. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and Disney is, you know, it's huge. They own so much stuff, so it's not surprising mm-hmm. that they would kind of... They're, they're definitely, like, flexing their muscle on this. The only thing that is a little bit in Disney's way as being, um, you know, all around successful with this is that I think Disney is thought of as, like, kids. When you think of, like, Disney movies, you think of kids, kid movies. 
kid TV shows. Not as much anymore, though. Okay, but there are still some people that think that. People that are not in the Disney like bubble like we are. Some will think, oh, Disney movie? Pfft, that's for kids. Like, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it'll expand more since they own so much stuff. I, I think that would have been the case, but then with owning Marvel and, and Star Wars so? and... I, but I think Disney has made it synonymous. Like Marvel is a Disney company. Star Wars is a Disney thing. Like I, I think. I don't know. There's some people though that don't maybe not don't know that Disney right, owns Marvel but those or probably Disney owns but those Star people Wars. you got to think too probably aren't ones that are in the market like Disney's going to necessarily go after. Like people that are okay, all right, probably Netflix com- customers that are into entertainment stuff. They would then understand because they're like the Marvel shows that were on Netflix. Those are very adult oriented. So. I, I don't think that Disney right. has anything like that. And plus, it was it's just the thought. Right. And, but they've got so much stuff on there coming. I, I don't think that's an issue. Well, fine. You think you know everything <laughs> with your brain <laughs> and your <laughs> words? I'm just giving you my opinion. <laughs> All right. Uh, next story PhotoPass has a new way to store your photos. Yes, they do. Uh, they inter- Disney introduces new archive USB storage for PhotoPass. If you have the tendency to take thousands of photos during your Walt Disney World vacation, you'll be glad to know that Disney PhotoPass service has introduced a new way to store them all. Guests who have purchased the Memory Maker or who have a Walt Disney World Resort annual pass with a Disney PhotoPass download benefit can now purchase a Disney PhotoPass archive USB for $34.95 plus tax and shipping. With this new device, all of your Disney PhotoPass photos and videos that are viewable in your Disney account at the time of purchase will be loaded onto a USB drive that's easy to store and share. The device can only be purchased at DisneyWorld.com slash PhotoPass and only guests with Memory Maker or Walt Disney uh, World Resort annual passes with a Disney PhotoPass download benefit may purchase it. I don't understand the people they're going after with this. I guess it would just be people who aren't very tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Because they're just basically cutting out. Like, it's not hard to download this stuff. No, you like do you it yourself, your put on a USB, it's good. Yeah, if you have the app, it's it's super easy. If Maybe you have, it's just like, because that's kind of time consuming. Maybe they're just. Isn't there an option in there to download all? Yeah, but even that takes a long time. Yeah. It's, especially if you have like hundreds of photos or even thousands of photos. Um. Yeah, I think they're just saying $35, pay us money, and we'll do it for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I I'll be, I think it's one of those things that Disney does. They, they just, like, let's see what people do. It's probably... So, do the, the videos and photos, do they stay on your account once you have the USB? I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure I was gonna go say, away. do they do they go away once you have the USB and then you can't access them anymore? Is there a way to get like storage back? No, I no, think okay, that, no, I doubt it. I don't. Okay, and unless it specifically said that, but I wouldn't think that'd be the case because then you okay. could lose the USB drive and yeah, then people call Disney and they'd be pretty mad if all the stuff. Where was are gone. my pictures? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's I mean, interesting. When you when you're talking about like. You talk about bandwidth and things like that. Like companies the size of Disney, like they don't have any problem. Like they use so much bandwidth, um, or like storage, whatever you want to call it, like hard drive space or whatever it is on their servers. Like you know, it's it's it would probably be mind boggling to know how much they use. So I don't think they have any issues with that. Same with like Apple, like places like that. Like they just, they just use so much. And so if you're like an annual pass holder, who when you go to the parks. You know, a, you know. Let's say you go to the parks once a week. 
Do they send you a USB every... No, this is like a one-time thing, I believe. I believe it's like, I want all the photos that are in my PhotoPass at this oh. moment. You pay it, they send it to you, and then any future ones you, you then have on your account, you either have to download again... We have oh, to download, or duh. you, or I you have to. Didn't, have, I yeah. didn't get that part. Okay. I don't think the USB drive has become self-aware enough to <laughs> stop it. <laughs> would be kind of funny, funny and scary. It's like, oh, I see you have new pictures. I will download you know what, them, Jared? and then that. Throws I'm out. just, I'm just very forward thinking. I'm just here. saying, if that were to happen, I would throw it out the window, <laughs> and then if it finds its way back in your house, right where you left it, then you should be scared. So let's go to the next news story. What? I just You're being I laid out a really good plot for a movie right there. Or maybe well, not a movie, like a, a a little episode on like Black Mirror. Have you seen Black Mirror? I've seen episodes. Yeah. Hmm. It's all okay. about like technology, like gone awry. That technology gone awry. Uh, and then like the USB download stuff, you don't want it to. I took the. It's let, not technology gone awry. It's it's technology messing with like, every, like people basically which would be gone awry no it's not anyway could you imagine the know, usb right, just saying like i took the liberty of downloading your <laughs> files like oh no i didn't want you downloading those i also put them on your facebook page have you applied to be the <laughs> voice of this robot because that would be funny okay let's move on you don't like my robot voice I love it. Think about Let's how terrible that would be, though, if it took all your photos and then put up on Facebook or something. I'm trying to move to the next door. Why? Because I want to stay here just, in this world I built. I understand, and you could talk forever about it. <laughs> so let's move on I only would do it because I know it just bothers you. It's late. Okay. Let's, let's okay. move on. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this next story made Jared mad when he heard it. Uh, Disneyland is getting an Avengers virtual reality thing at the Void course they are thanks universal uh <laughs> new avengers virtual reality experience coming to the void in downtown downton disney but not not disney springs uh in the world of awesome marvel stuff that is in disneyland and not disney world you can add in the all-new avengers themed virtual reality experience that is coming to the void in downtown disney at disneyland downton disney the new experience is called Avengers Damage Control, and it starts October 18th for a limited time run that is expected to run until November 21st. The experience allows for fans, or excuse me, it allows fans for the first time to step directly into the MCU and experience something on this level. Guests will help Shuri from Wakanda test her latest prototype, Emergency Response Suits. They are a mix of Stark Industries and Wakanda New Tech. Of course, during this test. Uh, things go sideways and you must help out the likes of Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, and the Wasp, and more. So, yeah. That looks pretty sweet. And I'm uh, I'm mad that... Uh, it's 40 bucks, by the way. 40 bucks per person to do is it. Is it 40 bucks there? I, it's like, I thought it was 35 in Disney, Disney World. I don't know. 39.95 is what yeah. it says. Okay. Yeah, this would be pretty cool. You gonna fly to California just to do it? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. I'm not. So it's not that cool. Well, I mean, I'm not <laughs> gonna fly all the way out there for. I think maybe maybe it lasts 15 minutes. That's true. It's probably not that long. Yeah. Why can't we have nice things? Well, we can't have this because I know I I still hold out. Eventually, Disney's gonna get the rights to Marvel and the theme parks. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. True that. But until then, I will just, from a distance, shake my fist in the air. Curse you, Universal and Disney contract. Yes. Is that right? 
And then my USB AI chip will go, I know you're upset. <laughs> Here's more pictures to soothe you. Like, quit releasing pictures. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's it for the news story. Since actually, we don't really have any rumors this week. Um, nothing I mean, we can start rumors about good. how the gondola system broke. Let's not start rumors. Oh. Let's not meet those people. Let's start rumors that are just not true. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So I'll ask Jared a question. Okay. So, you know, you talked about you don't like horror movies or anything like that for Halloween. Correct. What is your favorite Halloween-ish movie? Halloween-ish movie. Hmm. You gotta have one. That's a good question. Uh, I don't know if I do have one. Okay. Hocus Pocus? No. Uh, no, I never really cared for that too much. Uh, what would be a Halloween-themed movie in general? Scream. Uh, no. Halloween. Scream drove me crazy. Freddy Krueger. Anytime. Okay, you said I'm talking about that I would like. See, my whole thing That's was like, Jamie will like scream, but I'm like, the guy has a knife. You have a house full of furniture, like or weapons, just disarm him and take him. Like I don't get it. Just a knife. Anyway, uh, Jared's I don't think I, ability to suspend reality is really strong. I'm super fun to take to movies. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> um, <laughs> no. I don't know if I have one. Paranormal Activity, The Ring. I'm good. I have like Halloween themed episodes of shows I like. Like The Office always has like funny Halloween episodes. Oh my gosh. The uh, Modern Family does Halloween. Well, yeah, those are pretty good. And a uh, show called Happy Endings. They did have some good ones. Funny. Yeah. That was one of the, yeah. that is an underrated show that got taken off the air yeah. very too early. For yeah. sure. I would say more shows, but yeah, I don't really have like movies, I would say. Not like Christmas movies. Okay, that's why I said Hocus Pocus because it's like f- it's like fun Halloween because it's actually on Halloween. Uh, I'll I'll tell you something. I've actually never seen it. <gasps> How do I not know that? I've told you this before. No, you haven't. I've never seen it. Why aren't we watching it right now? I do- I've seen parts why and I don't it? believe it's something I would enjoy. You know why? It's because you're not 10 years old. <laughs> because that's the first time I saw it. No, I was like nine. Possible. Eight, nine. I mean, I've seen, obviously, <laughs> the show that is at the Halloween party at Disney World. And I, I don't really much care. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not like yeah. it's something that's like amazing to it's me. Like, it's like either the first time you see it, you were a kid. And it's all like full-blown nostalgia. And then you show it to your kids. And, you know, I think it's kind of thing. But I think it's mostly women that like it. I've always felt it's more, yeah, more of a, a female-centered mm-hmm. thing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's well, it. What's your favorite oh, Halloween movie? Oh, you want to know? You want to know? I'm asking. Hocus Pocus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was going to be what it was. I'm so predictable. Anyway, that's it for the show and the news and stuff today. Um, do we uh, do we want to talk about anything delicious you mean our awesome coffee sponsor expedition roasters and their I coffees that they have that are think so they have many deliciously flavored coffees that pumpkin, I guess we can talk about pumpkin that. king yeah pumpkin king is very good yeah if you like pumpkin spice uh, but you don't like your coffee like overly flavored then you will enjoy it i very much i i've always said i like pumpkin spice but i feel like most places that do anything pumpkin spice 
I'm like, you like pumpkin spice? Like, yeah, here's all of it. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want all of it. I just want some. And like, no, you'll take it. Uh, so this is very much like lightly flavored pumpkin spice. And it's really good. Uh, they also have uh, uh, the, the churro um, prospector's roast is one that I'm really enjoying. The crumb cake is good. The uh, cinnamon bun is also good. They, they have a ton of really good flavors. So, uh, they're mm. you know, they're a small company. They love Disney. They do a lot of pop culture flavor. They got some Harry Potter stuff. I know their blueberry cobbler is a very popular coffee blend. Um, I don't really care much for, like, blueberry stuff personally, but I know that's a very popular blend that they have. Uh, so if you go to expeditionroasters.com, use the promo code CTM15. Uh, you can save 15% off of every single order you place there. And uh, if you don't know where to start, they got the sampler pack you can start with. Uh, but they're, they're good coffee. They're good people. And uh, you will enjoy them. If you like coffee, you'll, you will enjoy this. It's good. And the bags are really cool too. So, And they also have teas. Uh, so if you're more of a tea person. And they also have some, rumor has it, a little birdie told me in my ear that there is some hot cocoa coming. So I think that makes... Mm, I'm excited for that. That makes Jamie happy. I am happy. Yes. So, uh, again, expeditionroasters.com and use the promo code CTM15. Uh, we also have some shirts. Uh, I know we talked about during Disney's. I think we got some shirts we're getting ready to release. I think we're going to do with shirts is do more of like a release of not just one at a time, but maybe we'll release like a few designs all at once that'll, you know, and we'll have a new release every... Um, few months or so to kind of do them that way so got some shirts we're designing plus uh we're gonna have some stickers so we've had some people asking about stickers yay we're gonna do like a sticker pack uh plus you know if you obviously order like with shirts and stuff like that then it becomes even a better deal so uh and the magic band skins are are almost ready so all this stuff is coming to the store very soon just in time for you know which is crazy to say but just in time for christmas Ugh. I swear it was just I'm June. I'm actually excited, but... Ugh. I am too, but I swear it was just June. But anyways, I'm, I'm talking about Christmas now, and I, I don't I know. swear it was just 2014. <laughs> so, and it's five years ago. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can look forward to that. And any of that stuff, you can always go to ctmshirts.com, and you can see all the stuff in the shop there. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Jared, for uh, discussing the news with me this evening morning afternoon you are welcome oh my gosh <laughs> and i just want to talk like a robot apparently thank you everybody i feel for like it's a robot oh that my. has a lot of inflection i love though. when you interrupt me i know that's why I did. i'm sorry thank you everybody for watching or listening and as i always like to say we will see you in the parks bye <laughs>